On this week's episode of Let's Talk About It, we're going to have the vaunted conversation about one of the most polarizing entertainers of our time, Tyler Perry. We're going to talk about his movies, his TV shows, what we like, what we don't like, what we really, really don't like. We're really opinionated about this one. In our relationship segment, we're going to talk about how to talk to your family and friends about their movie and television choices. And yes, they're bad. We're going to talk about that. So buckle up, kids. You're you're here. You joined us. Now let's talk about it. Another episode of Let's Talk About It. I'm Malcolm Morgan. And I'm Micah Morgan. How are you, Malcolm? I'm doing great. <laughs> did you like my intro this time? I did. Yeah, thank it's you. It's wonderful. Thank you. Um, how are you doing? You look cute. You got your little little ponytails up oh, to the side and stuff. <laughs> Looking cute. <laughs> I did not expect that to caught me off guard. I know. You can't just be complimenting folks on the air like that now. That's precisely what I can do. <laughs> Anywho, how are you? I'm doing it. Um, it's a lot going on right now these days. Busy. Indeed. Busy. Being a business owner is busy. <laughs> so. I wonder why the word is what it is then. Hmm. Hmm? Well, I think the moment's gone because busy in, in business. <clears throat> huh. Well. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think about that. So... Micah, I'm really excited about this episode. Are you? I'm really excited about this episode. We're going to talk about something that we're really passionate about, and I think the people really want to hear from us about. Do they? And if they don't, they're listening to us already, so they're stuck. You're stuck. (laughs) You're stuck listening to us. We're going to talk about one Tyler Perry. Mm. Can't live with him, can't live without him. Oh, I think it sounds nicer coming from you. Y'all, I am sitting here like clenching because I just, I need, Lord help me. I'm going to just put it out there. I'm the one who's not wild about Tyler Perry's work. There you go. Episode over. So last episode, we talked about (laughs) not caring about things and caring about things. And Micah thinks that I have opposite feelings of fear on this. And I do not actually. Once we parse the details, well, okay, you yes, you you have a uh, extreme feeling about this. That I do. It's a little rational, but it's okay. You know what? I accept that it's not fully rational because there are artists that I, I give more grace than I do Tyler Perry. Yes, there is. So let's talk about it. So Tyler Perry, um, he's polarizing, but his rise to stardom has been pretty undeniable. Yeah, starting with the taking over kind of the stage play world mm-hmm. obviously there are people before him and there will be people after him but he kind of took it to another level with his Medea stage plays which he was able to parlay into a movie and television empire that has now allowed him to be a billionaire and who else has done it no one else no one at this level for sure yeah, no one at this level um and so now he's got deals with Viacom he's got a show on Oprah's network he's got 
obviously movies all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, he's acted in movies even outside of his own films. Yeah. Um, he's transitioned into television. Yeah. And has and is doing a lot of television shows. He has a show on Nickelodeon as well that a lot oh, of people I didn't know that. It's that um I forget what the little rapper kid's name is, uh, but it's about this little rapper kid. Um, oh, I missed that one. You gonna watch it? I am not. Ah, okay. <laughs> so yeah. So here's the here's the for you that don't know. For those of you that don't know, Tyler Perry is not universally loved, it's particularly not. by the black community. <clears throat> Although some of his stories are. I think they they talk to a specific audience from from well, let's just say it southern white women it is really his audience or southern black women excuse me say, yeah. are really his audience yeah. um and but there's a another group of black people that do not always understand his content enjoy his content or enjoy the execution of his content no. so Micah what are your biggest qualms <laughs> With one Tyler Perry. Yeah. So, okay. I have, I have, I have a philosophy or I have expectations of entertainers that I don't think everyone holds, Mm -hmm. but I've just noticed the way that cinema is no longer just a commentary on society. I think people are beginning to, in this postmodern, there's millions of different truths kind of world they're beginning to look at cinema as a prescriptive this is how you should live Mm. kind of a thing and so with that in mind with me seeing that i'm beginning to look at screenwriters directors people like tyler perry and say like yo you have a responsibility now like i don't think entertainers can just say that they can just spit out whatever is within them and not really feel a responsibility to to spit out something that what what because it's not just about positivity it's not just about positivity but I think is it a quality issue I don't think it's a quality issue either I think it's a the entertainers have a responsibility to put out something that moves the people towards something better toward a better picture of themselves a better commitment to one another all creators have that responsibility see this is the conversation that we had in private and it's happening now let's do it that's what a podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean yeah so that is a good question Mm -hmm. should all creatives be held to this standard Mm and who I think I'm, in, I'm intel- clinching as I say this, but I might be willing to say yes Intellect- in this time. Intellectually, I think you believe that. I don't think in practice it's... Yeah, you're probably right. Because... <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, we all like a little... We all like a little ratchet. Sometimes you just want to put yeah. on something that makes you want to sell drugs. Uh, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't... Maybe not drugs, specifically. Fu- Look, Futures Move That Dope has no redeeming quality to my life, but when it comes on, I'm still doing yeah. this Chef Curry with the pot every single time. Yeah. You know why? Because it bangs. It does. And I'm not even about that life. It's provocative. But it, and it gets the people it gets going. people going. That song, I can't say it on the air. No, you cannot. Blanks in Paris. 
people in Paris. <laughs> people, people, person uh, <laughs> in Paris. Every time it comes on, I want to jump up and down. I want to jump on my bed. I want to hit the ceiling with my hands. Yes, you do. Because it goes hard. It does. It does. It's not telling me anything about society. It's not making me be a better person. Oh, I know. So here's my thing with this. So this, me and Micah have had this argument several. It's not even really an argument because no. we agree, except for on this part of I it. Just on this. On this part of it, I think we want everything to be high art, right? We want everything to be the highest, just the deepest the of meanings. Echelon. The has social over and undertones that <laughs> are just so deep that you can't even fathom the Everybody deepness can't of. Be Jordan Peele. But everything can't be that. Like, oh, no. like even if we look at if we break it off into black and white content, Ooh, right? Don't do that. So for every what's up? Give me give me a white show that's like that is high quality. Let's, let's say Game of Thrones. Let's say the early seasons of Game of Thrones, right? Okay, like I'm tracking with you, high, extremely high level t- television yeah. that has all of these layers and characters and uh-huh. story development. Now, for every there's that, but then there's also Roseanne. <sighs> not Roseanne. Yeah, well, I'm no offense to this. Roseanne, but Roseanne <laughs> is just it's not. They're not. <laughs> yeah. they're not trying to. They're not making social imparting commentary. wisdom into you. It's, yeah, you you're watching this little family that lives in the trailer park, just chilling I out, know, having a good time. I know. So yeah, I'm willing to acknowledge. <laughs> I think for me, the reason I'm so upset with Tyler Perry's work, and I really want to focus on his work because I appreciate what he he has created. Many jobs at his studio, and he has not for writers, but yes, for jobs. <laughs> no, not for writers. <laughs> he is the only writer, and he has made sure of that. Um, yeah, and he's engaged in a lot of philanthropic yeah i'll give him that but his work i think makes dangerous commentary about black women he's constantly portraying black women as these like emotionally shallow and like volatile overly expressive irrational needs to be saved by some light-skinned brother women and I don't know. I'm kind of tired of that trope, maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's that. Mm -hmm. But also there's just, I don't know, the the constant, like, portrayal of black families as these unstable, Mm -hmm. inconstant chaos and conflict microcosms. I'm also tired of that, too. And I don't like the fact that he's made millions. I don't know if he's reached billions yet. Yes, he's a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire off of the. And it's like he hasn't. It doesn't seem like he's ventured beyond that. And so in my mind, it's like, yo, like you're profiting off of this portrayal of the black community that really doesn't help us Mm -hmm. at all. You know, like I I'm a little tired of hearing people of the lighter persuasion of complexion you know watch these movies and like laugh their faces off and i feel like they're laughing at us not with us because of the kind of stuff he's creating you mean you're tired of white people walking up to you and saying hello (laughs) hello yeah that's getting old (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i love medea why do you love medea talk to me about that (laughs) why but i think Okay, so the reason why I think Tyler Perry has been as successful as he is is that he is servicing an audience that otherwise has not been 
represented or shown uh, in, yeah, on true. TV at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where 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 would they get content that they could identify with? Yeah. I mean, T.D. Jakes did Women That Aren't Loosed. And that was about it. And they're staged the stage plays, but on the big screen and on the small screen, where where have they been able to identify with that? Um, and so I think all of us at some level can identify with a piece of or parts of Tyler Perry's. Yeah. Like his characters, although they are flat, we know some people that are like that. We do. That. But that they we can, are very flat characters. But they're flat. One-dimensional. Now, what we do agree on is that the quality and the execution is not good. No. It's just not. No. Um, as much as I allow for art that's not high art, um, it can still be done better. <laughs> yeah, we can we can still check to see if wigs are in the same Yeah, place. check to see if cell phones are upside down. Yeah, it's things like that and so that's another part of it it's like so is he putting out this quality this level of quality because he doesn't think we expect anything more of him Mm. or is he putting out this level of quality because he doesn't think we desire to consume anything better i mean it's like our our mcdonald's versus you know, Whole Foods conversation. Like, what does it say about someone that they keep building McDonald's in a community? Like, well, is that his fault or is that the audience's fault? <sighs> Same thing. We've we've had this. We had. Yeah. I, we, I've done this comparison with McDonald's. We've all seen Supersize Me. We know what McDonald's does to us. But in the morning, when you want a breakfast sandwich. You don't go to Whole Foods. You go to McDonald's. <laughs> when it's late at night and you want to pick up some on the way home. Yes, you go to yes. McDonald's. However, that does not fully absolve McDonald's of the responsibility. I think it's still it's still like that's still exploitation. Like yes, we are participating in it. No, we don't <laughs> we don't revolt against it when another McDonald's comes into the city, but it's also like, well, dang, like, what do you think of us that you keep building McDonald's up in here? Like, can we get some fruits and vegetables? And then what please? about what about people that can't afford to eat at other places? You know what? That yes, that is a good question. And so to that I say, billionaire. Can you afford to slide us a little something uh, extra quality? Slide us some salad with some some little you know great how tomatoes. Expensive it is to make salad with iceberg lettuce. Uh, yes, I do, billionaire. It's really expensive. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like for me, but I can give you these burgers that are six percent meat. These burgers, you'll though. be fine. <laughs> yes, and so to that. I have seen how people praise him for being this entrepreneur who like, you know, built himself from the ground up and we praise him for offering these jobs in the studio that he's built and, you know, engaging in this philanthropic work. And it's like, okay, can he also like, (laughs) Malcolm has already whispered no in the mic. But I'm going to ask the question anyway. Like, can you can you skimp on the amount of profit a little bit and give us higher quality stuff? Like, can you can you take a little bit longer on writing a script than just three hours and like think through some more complex themes and 
and character tropes for us, please? No, and no further questions. <laughs> Thank you. No, no further. <laughs> no, I think. But why? Why would he? It's been as as successful as it's been, and his audience is responding to it. Why would he? I don't like that question. That (laughs) or the answer? It's an answer to your question. I don't like it. I I, and I don't disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. But from his his perspective, he's a billionaire. What? what, It's capitalism, bro. You can't tell me nothing. If I make a Billy, (sighs) if I make a Billy doing something. And, yeah, I did, and it's not, not illegal. Kid. And it's not illegal. I didn't hurt anybody. Nobody died. <laughs> like, why would I stop? No, the man cue, that I cue married. the puff daddy. I thought I told you that you won't stop. <laughs> no, I I no, no. I refuse because <laughs> because I know your heart. Like you, at some point, I feel like you would have this like conviction to be like, okay, let me stop exploiting my listeners and give them something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, once again, we don't disagree on this. I'm just showing both sides <laughs> yes, of the argument. Yes, you are. I'm You're just, showing it very well, by the way. Both sides of the argument. Um, yeah, like, there's, there hasn't been much evolution in his content at all. Much? There hasn't been any. Okay. Okay. Now, I will say, I watched the first few episodes of House of Pain, and that made me never want to watch it, Tyler, because it was so bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was so hard to watch. He did not, that, going from the live stage world to television was rough it was rough it didn't translate well and it's gotten it got better i can't watch it but it got better um so there's been you know he's he's learned a a little bit but the content has not changed it has not developed the characters are just as flat as they always always have been um and he uses the same tropes over and over again like there's if you listen if you look at anyone in his place there's a moment um, and it's one of my least favorite things that happen in movies, television, and in plays, where everything stops and you just rant about oh, whatever the it is. Monologue. And it's not even really a monologue. It's, it's not. It's it's just a rant for fifteen minutes where mm-hmm. you get all your points out and then you get back to the regular. So everything stops. It happens at TV shows all the time where they'll be sitting there having a conversation about, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed the sandwich, but you know what? You need to leave that man <laughs> because men who abuse women. Are not real men, and when you get into those situations, it just because, and you're just like, wait a minute, everything yeah. just, stop. and then they go back to, yeah. So let's go to the grocery oh, store, no, 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 no. and you pick forgot, up your dad. Uh-huh. You forgot the the comedic breakthrough uh-huh. or the song or the song. Well, yeah, that was in the live plays, but there's always like after the monologue, mm-hmm. the you know, Medea or whoever is ranting mm-hmm. ends it with some joke, mm-hmm. and then you're back to regularly right, scheduled, back to scheduled program. programming, yep. and it's, I don't know. You're right. I mean, yes, there, and and this this is all me. Like I'm, this is just my personal contention mm-hmm. with his work. I'm just over it. Mm-hmm. But there are people who there people who enjoy it, and I think you're right. Like there's also um, a desire in all of us to just take a break, to just escape. Like you don't want to have to think about deep stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. However, if I'm looking at his entire catalog over. How long have we been going through this? Oh, for a long time. Let's just what? say a long time. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So over the last, you know, twenty some odd years, and it's we're still we're still experiencing the same thing. So, so here's here's let's do this little fun little exercise. What Tyler Perry movies? I'm not even going. We see are tolerable. Are are you the tolerable or what? Are, what are his best? Give his best. 
if not three. T- Let me open up my my IMDb. I'll start off. I actually kind of enjoy the Why Did I Get Married movies. You know what? Yes. He, the, I think the cast Number, is really good. The second one was pretty good. Yeah, the second one had a twist in it that none of us were expecting. No. It when, had a couple twists. When Gavin died, everybody was like, oh. I mean, there was also Gavin's cake. I okay, well, we, that was we just. We still have questions about that. That was a bad piece of. Because it's just random. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> There's no evidence before or after I need it. answers. Prove, like, where did this come from? And then he ended up dying right afterwards, died. so we got no answers. Oh, God. It's just really. It was weird. What's up with the cake? Um. But the the cast was really really strong in that. I mean, you had it was you Janet had Jill Scott, her Richard off. T. Jones, Janet Jackson was amazing. She was. Um, forgot the dude's name from Cool Runnings. It's in it. Cool Runnings. He's a guy. He played Gavin, who died. I can't remember his name. I don't know why. It's just completely. Um. Anyway, not important. Um, oh, know, Malik Yoba. Yes, Malik Yoba. Yeah. Um, the cast is really strong for those, so I think that helps. Oh, um, we can't we can't leave out Jill Scott. Did we mention Jessica? I was like, she was the first person I mentioned. Oh, my bad. I was reading. It's cool. I'm sorry. It's cool. <laughs> it's fine. No one listens to me. No, I'm sorry. I'm um, trying to so scroll. Those two movies are tolerable. Um, and then I think Daddy's Little Girls wasn't all the way bad. It has one of your least favorite actresses in it, so that's not really fair. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not ready to go the there. Fam- <laughs> the family that prays, I, I like the family that prays too. Family that prays. Eh. Although there are some things in that that bother me now watching it later. Um, uh, the other thing about Tyler Perry movies is that he doesn't hide anything in the dialogue. Like his dialogue telegraphs everything that's about to happen. It does, yeah. What? There are no so surprises. So, how are things with you and your husband? Everything's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> girl, we, yeah. girl, he's the most eligible bachelor in Atlanta. You need to hold on to that man no matter what. And Can then the, you stop? And then the next scene, smack across the face, and you're like, oh, here oh, we go. Here's the domestic violence. <laughs> here we go. Thanks, Mr. Perry. Here it is. Yeah. Um, I'm still scrolling. I can see. <laughs> I can okay, see. okay. Good Deeds, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. for me, was tolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I, th- I mean, you you had the adorable little girl. Uh-huh. First of all, <laughs> what's funny about Good Deeds? His brother in Good Deeds is so great, like just nuts crazy. <laughs> he is. Isn't He's he? just nuts. They'll be just sitting in the staff being like, "Yeah, man, we got to get these. Uh, we got to get these properties." Oh, the white people, white people gonna get properties? Like, bro, relax. Yeah, are, he was unhinged. We are, we are in a staff meeting. Do we right fully now. know why he was so unhinged? He's angry because his dad gave him his brother the company, and he's oh, the, so he would just be going, just you just be sitting there like. First of all, there's a certain look you have when you sit in the meeting <laughs> when you know somebody's about to go off when you know that you shouldn't turn the meeting over to yeah, them. You should not ask them any questions. <laughs> and he had that look every time. <laughs> What was his name? Let me see if I I don't know, but that actor always plays characters like Uh, that. Brian White. His name was Walt D. Now, he's also in another. Here's a little trivia. You know what other movie he's in? Wait a minute. Don't look it up. (laughs) I'm definitely looking it up. He's in Daddy's Little Girls when... uh, What did he do in Daddy's Little Girls? when When Gabby Union's character is dating and she meets the guy that she actually really likes and then her... The dude's wife pulls up in the tr- in the van. 
Oh, is that where we get our favorite? Yeah. Our favorite Stay away from my Why they got this baby screaming that out the van? Why? Why, Mr. Perry? He was that guy. Yeah. He was he was entirely married too. He was. With that kid in the car. Yes. <laughs> Stay away from my dad, you tramp. <laughs> it was Oh, it was it was stuff. one of the Good stuff. All right, well, I'm not we can go ahead and stop this exercise cuz Yeah, cuz I think I'm going to just keep scrolling here. Um, so yes, we would hope that his So we've we've also hate watched uh The Oval. Now that's been a fun endeavor. It's been fun. <laughs> that is a way to describe it. Um I think what I desire most is for one episode to traverse more than thirteen minutes of time in real life. Yeah, I think we've we've I don't think we've have we got to like two days. I don't think it's been two days in it's like 20, the whole. How many seasons episodes. has it been? Just one. It's just one. It feels like twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So. I did see an article though. Give him some credit that he said that he was going to start hiring some more writers to help with his content. I did read that, and if that's true, I'd be really happy to see that. Mm-hmm. Micah, we're going to go to Micah Morgan for her take on the situation. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Our Tyler Perry correspondent. Micah. I will believe that when I see it. Yes. Because I mean, how long has it been? I don't know. A long time. It's been a long time. He's a billionaire now. You know, he's got a lot of things to do. But let's think, let's, 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 before we leave this topic, let's talk about the positive contributions. Recently, we got the Monica Brandy battle at Tyler Perry Studios. Yes. Black Panther. <laughs> Was shot. Some of the scenes were shot. Oh yes, at Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they re- they shot the um, some of the Coming to America sequel at Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you look at his facility; it's incredible what he was able to build out there in the middle of Georgia. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's an incredible place to serve us McDonald's from. Nothing but McDonald's. Next time you suggest McDonald's to eat and be like Tyler Perry. <laughs> So we go watch Tyler Perry while we eat this mic. Might, might as well. <laughs> yes. So as I said from the beginning, I just want I just want to hearken back. I'm willing to give him his dues for the positive contributions to our community that he has made. My personal opinion is that his cinematic catalog does not fall into that category. I agree with you. <laughs> it should be better. I would, I would, I would prefer for it to be better. Yes. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I think I, I think, think that's it was a, a good, good place cathartic to experience to stop. get some things out. I don't know. I feel more tense. Next week, we're going to talk about our least favorite actors and actresses. Just for we're fun. Not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I am not. Any uh, like another piece of credit in his a couple movies that we've seen him in. He's actually been. Uh, what was that movie, Gone Girl, where he played the lawyer? Mm-hmm. He was actually decent in that mm-hmm. as an actor. I mean, it wasn't his script or his no movie, so it's a different thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay, you're you're in that place right now where you can't say anything positive. <laughs> I got you. Sorry, guys. This is a just to know about my wife. Well, she's in a place where she can't say anything positive. She just won't, even if it's true. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. You didn't yes. have to peel back the curtain yes, like that. Yes, I was over here minding every inch of my own no, you business. Were. You were you were the T. <laughs> well, <laughs> what we have planned for the rest of our time together. 
<laughs> is how do we go about telling our friends and family about their taste in mm, cinema or TV or TV? Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe maybe we begin with is it our business? <laughs> it's your business when you have to sit there and watch it with them with them alongside. I think, I think we've all been in that moment where somebody like hypes up a movie like oh you guys gotta see it so good oh my god it's my favorite movie and you're like okay yeah we'll get together see it you're sitting there and then things are happening and you're looking over at them and they're just having like the best time the of their best life time of their, but you know what though like maybe maybe that is the best time of their life but you sitting there like <laughs> you uh this, this is good yeah yeah and you gotta, sit there, you gotta sit there with the i'm enjoying it face <sighs> but that's love though right it, it is love yeah it's it's love Okay, so may- maybe we go with the food metaphor, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we start there. What if, what if, what if it's about? I love this person; they mean a lot to me, and mm-hmm. so I want them to consume something of higher quality mm-hmm. because I, I really value their health, mm-hmm. their emotional health. Wow, you know. And if you're consuming low quality, you know you're not getting the nourishment that you need, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is. And then if that's the case. How how do you go about telling them that? <laughs> I'm worried about your health. Is that what you bring up? No. Um, hey, um, what did you like about this? Let's talk about this. <laughs> As your voice gets to a higher and higher. And then sometimes when you talk to me, you're like, oh, it's not good. I just enjoy it. And you're like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that feels better. We all have those things that we know we aren't do. good. What What's something for you that you know is not good, but you watch it anyway? Um, and you enjoy it? I mean, pretty much any cartoon. Some of those cartoons are good. Some of them are not good. Some of them are weird. Yeah. Most of them are weird. I think Phineas Ferb's a little weird. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Phineas and Ferb makes very astute commentary on society. Oogie. Okay, so we're not going to go there. Oogie. And Boss Baby is my jam. I didn't say anything about Boss Baby. Dreamworks for life. I don't know how you've watched two seasons (laughs) of that show 40 times, but. (laughs) I really have, (laughs) y'all. That show is so cute to me. And every time I wake up, it's on the same episode. I don't know how that's possible. Well, there are specific episodes that I really like. Anywho, for what me, else? For yeah. me, it's Teen Mom 2. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's trashy mm-hmm. television. But mm-hmm. I'm invested now. Mm-hmm. I've seen these these girls raise these children now. I mean, I think the oldest the oldest ones are like six or seven. Right They're yep. not that old. Stop. Yep, six or seven. Six, seven, eight, nine, something like that. So it's like, I want to see what happens. It's been a long time. I want to see what happens now. Like, I need to see. And I know they're all dysfunctional. They all have issues. But we all got issues. But we right? all have issues. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's it. But I recognize, hey, if somebody asks me, oh my God, you like that show? Yeah, it's not good, but Yeah. I'm invested now. It's true. Like you ever had a show that you started and just you just had to finish? Here's the show for me that I did was you have no for references for this. But Sons of Anarchy. It was cool in the beginning, and then it got kind of repetitive and boring at the end. But I was like, I'm going to finish it because I, I've invested eight seasons into the show now. I don't know how many seasons it was. But now I have to finish it, and then I finished it, and it was unsatisfying. And I was like, well, that's sad. But you know what? I feel like that's – I think that's admirable because I will give up on a show. You will, within the first 30 seconds. <laughs> and I, I really I – want, I want what you have. I want to be committed. It's not with every that. show. It's not with every show. <laughs> but like there there are people like you in my life that really can just be like, you know what? I really want to see this thing through. And for me, at a certain point, I feel betrayed mm-hmm. by like a decline in quality in the show. <laughs> it's 
So I'm just like, uh, no, I'm going to spend my time on something else. But now I'm blanking on other shows. I know I've got some other like. Yeah, I can't think of anything. You don't really like watch TV like I watch TV, though. So it's different. No, but there, like, there are shows that. Goodness. Well, you can come back to that. We I was, was going to say, like, have you ever shamed somebody into not watching a show because of how bad it was? No, I don't think I've done that. You've done it to me, so that's incorrect. What do you mean? Black Lightning. It was Black Lightning. I tried to watch Black Lightning on UPN. Not UPN. It's CW. Goodness gracious. It was UPN a long time ago. Um, I remember watching the first episode, and I was like, it's not great, but it's not bad. I want to support this show. But every time I was watching it, Michael would come in the house and be like, why are you watching that? You really are. So this is good? So after about four episodes, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I felt I it guilt. She actually and I don't get guilted about a whole lot, but she's just you like don't. she made me feel bad about trying to support the show, so I stopped watching it. Well, what I thought I was doing was just asking thought provoking mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. I want I wanted to invite you into a conversation mm-hmm. about the show because mm-hmm. I was genuinely confused. Mm-hmm. You were not genuine. There's nothing genuine about what happened. Now I feel bad. You Thanks. You, <laughs> you need to. You need to feel this. Feel this. <laughs> so yeah, like I've <laughs> I've tried to shame somebody to not watch. They just stopped talking to me about it after a certain point. After I just shamed them for watching some some show that I thought was subpar. I feel like you don't. You don't really do that a lot, though. I mean, I do it with in the white close, close with, friends. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing it with everybody, but yeah. I'm really sitting here scrolling. You, like, it's okay. You can stop. We don't have to do this. That no, exercise. I want to offer my my. You don't, you don't have any substance because you love everything that you watch. I really do. It's if really I, your movies that are the problem. Oh, we gonna do that? It's really the movies that are the problem. I remember watch walk Micah. So I like to watch sports. My wife does not, so she'll watch <laughs> movies that she knows I will never watch. Which are usually horror movies or psychological thrillers. Indeed. And I came in and this guy is singing this song and it is just terrible. It was. Absolutely terrible. And I'm looking at my wife and she's just looking at it (laughs) like it's not happening. (laughs) Like it's just normal. And I'm like, Micah, is this good? Like, what? What is happening? I need to understand. Give me all, pause the show. Mm-mm. I need to know what's happening because this sounds terrible. Needed my escape for that day. (laughs) And so I chose. A substanceless <laughs> piece of cinema to escape in. But then she'll start defending it when I start railing against it. Yes, and my defense even is if it's she not supposed like, to be good. Even if she agrees with me. <laughs> That's so, true. So anyway, we've gotten a little off track. We have. Um, so yeah, it is it is hard to tell somebody that you love and care about that their taste in movies and TV shows suck. So what I do is stop talking to them about the oh, movies no. and TV shows. They watch. We just change the subject. I suggest the things that we've been watching, and then we talk about something else Mm-mm. because because sometimes you know it's we just still better. invite conversation yes. about what they're watching. But then we don't be like, oh, we're gonna watch that. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I mean, as a litmus test, mm-hmm. right? We don't have this conversation with people who wouldn't trust us with our opinion anyway. Mm. So sometimes it's just none of our business and we're like okay yeah if you want to if you want to eat mcdonald's every day then but it's different when they make you are they ask you to watch it with them yeah but then we can just like let our no be no <laughs> right yeah. so if somebody said oh my gosh micah 
I really love how our relationship is progressing. I really enjoy. I really want to like. Can we just sit down one day and just watch all of our favorite movies? You're like, oh my god, that'd be so much fun. It'd be cool. We have a little sleepover, whatever. And you show your favorite movie, which is. Oh gosh, Mr. Imaginarium's. No, see you. No, no that was a phase in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a phase. Okay. What, what is the my invention favorite? of lying? Sherlock Holmes. No, I mean I'm I'm on my Pixar kick now in the last. So decade. which one? Megamind. Megamind, which is DreamWorks, Inside is my jam. Inside Out. Inside Out. Mm-hmm. The okay, Incredible. So, so you, sh- you guys watch Inside Out. And you Mr. Giggle, Grinch. Have a great time, and then they say, "I want I want you to watch it, but I'm not gonna tell you what it is." And they just put it in. <laughs> and then it's I it's, will watch it with them. It's Tyler Perry's Meet the Browns, the movie. Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. And they're just laughing at you and then looking at you to like be laughing with them. What you gonna do? Pretend like I'm choking. Jonathan, <laughs> <laughs> the what exit? Why my cousin is so hilarious? No, I mean, if we've gotten close enough, I'm gonna have to be honest with them. That that turns into a different experience. At that or point. or they put on uh the Being Mary Jane movie starring Gabby Union. Really? I mean, what'd you do? Really? That's what we're going to do. I think I would respectfully request, can we please watch another one of your favorite movies? But no. Any other But they didn't ask you. They just put it in and it starts. You go, after it starts, you go do that? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You you know. You know how I feel. (laughs) And I think that is one of those times where I can find some assertiveness some non-conflict aversion we'll see <laughs> so malcolm uh-huh. what have we discussed today you've just got so much commentary no, i think you should do the review today you think i should do the review I did the last one. okay you and did. We, we share things equally we do we do which could be another episode topic mm. um so today what did we talk about we talked about tyler perry's work yes i want to put emphasis on work yes because ethic he is beautifully and wonderfully made like we all are but but there are disputes about his work and we also discussed how do you go about telling a person that their movie and tv tastes aren't that great Mm -hmm. how do you do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so as always we don't want the conversation to end here so if you've got extra thoughts about Tyler Perry's work or maybe you want to defend his work we would love to hear it or if you got some stories about telling friends about what their TV tastes are like we would love to hear those too so go ahead and use the hashtag talk about it pod or you can at us on Twitter at spoken worship and Malcolm at Malcolm M music indeed So we always love to share these conversations with you. Thanks so much for coming. And we look forward to talking about some more stuff with you next time. Yep. So this has been Let's Talk About It. I'm Malcolm. And I'm Micah. And hopefully we'll see you guys next time.